Hello, hello, hello. It is Alana. Abby Walker here with episode 11 of the Academy of Self-Love podcast. I am your host and I am obsessed with all things self-development and have learned so much on my journey of life that I want to share it all with you guys. This is a podcast about self-love and self-worth and why these factors are the key ingredients to you living the life you dream of and being the person you've always dreamed of being. Self-love and self-worth turn your dreams into reality and I'm going to show you how episode by episode. So the topic today is owning who you are, not who you are not and honoring all the versions of you that you are becoming. So who are you? This is the most basic yet profound question we ask ourselves throughout our lives. The answer to this question gives you the information you need to determine your purpose on earth, your desires, dreams, and goals for the future, and helps you decide what actions to take to become the person that you are truly in this life. Like I mentioned in the self-worth episode of the podcast, you do not need to do anything to have self-worth. You existing is enough. And similarly, just existing in your natural state, whatever actions you are called to take or not to take is enough. But as humans are not creatures that like to stand still, And although we need moments of stillness, life flows for a reason, and so should we. Meaning, as life flows and experiences happen, we change, we grow, we evolve, and hopefully upgrade and elevate ourselves and lives if we are not truly happy and content with where they are yet. So knowing who we are is an ongoing process if we are constantly changing and evolving. This means we never truly fully know ourselves because every day we are the same yet a little older, hopefully a little wiser, and the person we choose to be that day. So who are you? Who are you today and who will you be tomorrow? Well, that's almost entirely up to you. But there are some factors in who we are that are mostly out of our control. And these things, the things we can't necessarily change or might not want to, are the things in us that we need to discover and learn to love. Or at very least, learn to have compassion for But the way to truly have limitless confidence and peak self-love is owning exactly who you are and who you know yourself to be. The next question might be, what am I? Well, unless your companion animal got a hold of your phone and loves this podcast and the sound of my voice, you are most likely a human born into a reality environment and family that you didn't necessarily choose. 
maybe spiritually you chose that family to learn lessons from them or for them to learn lessons from you. But depending on what you believe or don't believe, it was out of your conscious decision where you came into this life. And the environment um, you grew up in relationally and physically impacts the development uh, of who you are as a when you were a child. But as I said in the last episode, genetics determines some things, um, but we are capable of rewiring and changing or developing quite a lot in ourselves by our own choosing. So what you are is a mix of chance and choice, but what you decide to do with that reality is entirely up to you. You can hate it, you can love it, or maybe be quite content while wanting to change just a few things. Our opportunity for creation in our lives is honestly almost limitless. When you rid yourself of any limiting beliefs that are holding you back, so really, what you are is whatever you choose to become. Never forget the power you hold in the creation of your own life. And sure, society and its pressures have an impact on us as tribal creatures, but don't forget that we as individuals make up society. And historically, change does take time on a mass scale. But as members of society, we have the power to change the pressures and beliefs most of society has. Think of the civil rights movement or the LGBTQ community, for example. Sure, we still have racism and prejudice in our world, but the overall societal changes in the past 50 to 100 years by those groups is incredible and solely done by individuals in society who owned who they are and used their power of creation in this world to help change the way society embraces, treats, and acts around all different people in this world. If people hadn't started owning who they are and understanding the power that holds, Obama would have never been president and women wouldn't be making names for themselves in politics. The list around that goes on and on. But all great success stories come from someone or a group of people who decided to own who they are and hone the power that ownership of self can have. Who you are is a mixture of chance and choice. But what you do with that and where you go with that is entirely up to you. But you must know what you desire to head in the right direction towards your target. Even if you are not entirely sure what you desire or who you are today or who you want to be, that is entirely okay. But these findings are not found in stagnance. They are found in action, a type of trial and error, if you will. The best thing to do is just make a choice, a decision, a direction that feels right to you in the moment and take a step towards it and another step and another step and keep taking steps till you either know that direction and action feels good and right for you or it doesn't. 
And if it doesn't, that is fine too. You can just pivot and start walking down a new path until you find one that feels right to you. The thing is, there is no such thing as right or wrong general paths or ways of doing things. Because what may be right for you might not be right and might not be the right path for someone else. And that is also okay. The only thing that will keep you from learning about yourself and your path is inaction. But also, sometimes, if action isn't working, we need to slow down or stop for a while to gain clarity as well. The path to self and clarity is not going to look the same as others most of the time. And that is also okay. Only you will know what truly feels like the right path for you. The path to learning what one wants, desires, is becoming, and learning to own is not something you can put a time and a date on a calendar for. As I said, it is an ongoing lifelong process. And although you can reach moments of clarity and full confidence and ownership of self at times in your life, it is a constant task of self-love, acceptance, and self-growth that allows you to continue to have high self-esteem and confidence. Like any good relationship, the one with yourself needs to be consistently worked on, nurtured, and taken care of to, the, to, to keep the quality and of the results high. <laughs> this work shouldn't feel like a chore, though. This care for yourself should feel good. You should be chasing the feeling and the emotions that make you feel good. It is all about you learning to nurture the most important relationship in your life. And that relationship is with yourself. So why learn to own who you are, Alana? Ultimately, what you do is your choice. But resisting change in life is impossible. And resisting yourself and your reality is also completely impossible. Resistance creates suffering, and why anyone would choose to resist themselves and their reality is not an understanding of how reality actually works. Of course, people are born into or find themselves in realities that are horrible, and they deal with things we don't want to deal with. But unless you are in an authoritarian situation, so either a child living under their parents' rule or a citizen of an authoritarian government, or living in the midst of war, the rest of us have the privilege as adults, as people responsible for our own lives and the choices we make, to choose not to suffer. We have the ability to create with no limits, and not understanding that freedom and the abilities you have, the opportunities you have or can create, is giving away your power. It is giving away your happiness and it is choosing to give away your life, to waste your life and not truly live it. And life is a gift. So wasting it 
has to be the saddest thing I think anyone can do. Okay, so you've decided to own yourself entirely. What next? Well, it is your job to learn everything you can about yourself. What you like, what you don't like, and to do that, you need to try and try and try some more. Try everything that seems even remotely interesting to you, and the pieces of who you are and how you tick will start to come together. It makes me think of this past year in 2022. I went to Costa Rica for the first time, and I really have always wanted to try surfing, but I really suck at snowboarding, so I didn't think it was going to go very well. And it was on my bucket list, so I, I, I thought to myself, all right, I'm going to go give this a try. I really would have put all my money down on the fact that I would have tried it, liked it, and then ticked it off my list and been done with it. But I am so happy that I tried something new because I ended up loving it. Like, loving it. Like, anytime, anywhere, anyone wants to go surfing with me, let's do it. It became a new favorite thing of mine. And I would have never in a million years thought of myself as a surfer girl. But I am. So try things. And that's how you're going to figure out what you learn and what you like. And there's no other way around it. You just have to put yourself out there. So I even recommend writing out lists of everything you have ever wanted to try and do. Even if that list is a hundred pages long, I don't care. Do it. Write it down and start doing them. Start ticking them off. Even if you don't find one particular path to focus on all your energy on and you spend your life just trying hundreds of different things, you will have lived a super full life doing amazing things that many others never did. So just start doing stuff and you are going to see and find some amazing things and some things you would have never thought about if you never tried. So once you know what you love and what you don't, who you are in as many situations as you can, it is important to be honest with yourself about what you really do like and how you really do behave naturally when no one is around. I have heard this before and I truly do believe this, that you truly are the person that you are when no one else is around and you want to make sure that you are acting as your true authentic self, not just in the midst of your own presence, but around everyone else. So when you get rid of any external pressures or expectations, um, you need to do that because sometimes who we think we are and what we think we like is what others have told us we should be like and not who we truly are. We need to be brutally honest with ourselves and shed all, and I mean all, external pressures to really get to know the true you. That can be a bit difficult to do if you do have people in your life that pressure you to be a certain way. 
or live your life a certain way. But living your life for others will never make you happy. You might get temporary satisfaction from pleasing your parents, for example, if they want you to take a certain career path and you do it, but you will become resentful over time of living your life for others. And time is not something you can get back. So don't regret your choices and life living for other people. You need to be living for you. Now, when we get very honest with ourselves about who we are and the things we want, it might almost become a bit shocking to ourselves at first, like the things that we find. What I mean by that is we might be a little taken back by how much we were not living for ourselves or find that we are quite content with much less than we thought or don't feel the pressure or need to become a doctor, a lawyer, or a CEO. Not that those things are bad, but you might be content with a much simpler life or Maybe you desire even more and you have big dreams and big goals and any one of those choices is okay. Whatever you learn about your true needs and wants, you need to hold compassion for yourself and not think that there is anything wrong with yourself for wanting something others might have and want, so something in the norm, or something others generally don't want or have, so something out of the norm. You need to embrace yourself and your desires, even if they are not the, the general norm, because it is only your life to live, not anyone else's. And I can't stress that enough. That really, really needs to sink in. This is your life, not your parents, not your partners, not your siblings, not your grandparents, not your children's. This is your life. So... Ultimately, you want to analyze any beliefs and desires you have and really strip away any inputs on these things that others might have placed on you. You want your beliefs, thoughts, and values to truly be yours and not something you picked up by influence of something else, unless that something else really resonates with you and is truly what you also believe and value yourself. Now let's talk about the person you want to be, the versions of you that you are evolving into. You need to honor the person you are now, of course, and be as present in your life as possible. But since we are ever-changing creatures with desires and needs to fulfill, we obviously have things we want to become or work on or grow into. Those versions of us we need to visualize and embody and take each step necessary to grow every day into the version of us we truly desire to be. Once we are able to own who we are and know who we are not at our core, we will know the potential we truly have and have the belief, motivation, and inspiration to become the best version of ourselves in our own eyes because that is what matters. This step is key because if we don't believe we can be or do something, the chances of us becoming that are slim to none. 
you need to become so self-aware that no matter what obstacles pop up in the face of you reaching your desires, that you know yourself enough and your abilities to walk through any obstacle to get where you need to go. That unwavering belief creates tenacity. And it's oftentimes the people that never back down and are consistently persisting that achieve the biggest goals in their life. So own yourself. No matter what you find or who you are or where you started and came from, you owning who you are will not only change your life, but it will change how others perceive you. If you feel that where you came from is a shitty place and it has given you the limiting beliefs that you can't go far because of where you came from, then not only will that stop you in your tracks, but it then becomes what you allow others to perceive you as. They will start to see exactly what you are projecting onto them. And the beliefs, the the limiting beliefs that you have around that. But if you say to yourself and formulate the belief that I came from a complicated place, but I made me who I am and I am now going to use that as a motivation to get where I want to be, others will believe that too and be cheering you on. I promise I have seen this time and time again because mindset and confidence makes a literal world of difference a fantastic practice that I encourage you guys to do to help you own yourself once you have done the deep dive into the inner work of getting to know all the parts of you is to write out a declaration of you for you and it can sound something like this I am Elena Abby Walker, and I am a beautiful, compassionate, courageous, determined, enchanting, intelligent, motivated, tenacious soul. I am a feminine woman who embraces all parts of me, the messy and the graceful. I am a sensitive and sensual being who honors her desires and is learning to love all the past versions of me and is also learning how to grow into the best version of me that I can possibly be in the future. My career does not define my personality, but I have a higher education in business, political science, and sociology. I am a student of the world and a coach and teacher to those who need me. My passions are endless, but I thrive using my skills to creatively make the world a better place, or at least create a bit of light in the darkness. My soul's purpose is to create epic love for myself and for others, and create community wherever I go. I had a complicated childhood and teenage years, but I have used that pain and the lessons I learned to motivate me to reach my goals and create a life beyond my wildest dreams. I have traveled around the world and enjoy learning everything I can from languages to history and anything that connects us as human beings in this world. I believe health is wealth 
and that if you follow your intuition, your soul's purpose, and do the best you can to be a kind person, that you will have an amazing life worth writing about. I declare to love and own every part of myself, the lightness inside of me and the darkness. I will live as my authentic self and live my life to the fullest, as to not take any moment for granted because my life is a gift and I am grateful for what I have, what is on its way to me, and all that I am. So I could have gone further with that, but to me, that was just a quick declaration of who I am and who I want to be and just honoring all of those versions of myself. So I really hope that this episode was helpful to you guys. I can't stress enough that owning who you are is one of the initial and key steps to self-love, self-worth, and everything that any of you probably want by listening to this podcast. If you want confidence and high self-esteem, if you want to be successful, then learn what makes you tick. Learn the good, the bad, and the ugly, and have compassion for all parts of you and your life will change. So thank you so much, guys. Please remember to leave a review and a rating on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor. And uh, please send this to anyone you feel needs to hear this episode. Thanks so much. Love you guys lots. And I will talk to you soon.